Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our podcast. It has been a hot minute since we've come on here to do an episode. It's just me today, um, but I wanted to jump on because um, I wanted to share a life update, and I also wanted to... Uh, there's many things, but I wanted to share one thing in particular that happened today that just really encouraged me to the point of coming on here to make an episode. And you know, when my mom and I, when we started O Podcast, it was really just to get to hit the record button, have conversations with each other, and sharing what the Lord was revealing to us in the season that we were in, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. And so I'm really glad that we still have this so because it, it's an outlet for me to get to come on and just share um what the lord is is doing and what he's revealing to me and you know he's always he's always talking he's always revealing things but um sometimes i most of the time i don't always get prompted to share publicly uh but then there's these little occurrence rare occurrences like tonight where i just have this urge and feeling of I need to record and and post it and so um I believe the last time my mom and I did an episode is when I was still actually living with them my parents um but I was engaged about to be married and so Josiah and I got married back in January of this past year and um a lot has happened it 2023 has been a great year and it's crazy to think that it's almost coming to an end and that in January, Josiah and I will celebrate our one-year anniversary, which is like, what? I felt like we just got married yesterday, but yet it feels like we've been married forever. It's like very bizarre. Um, But him and I did a lot of traveling as soon as we got married. um, We obviously went on our honeymoon. We went to Putacana, and then uh, we went to Paris, and then Denmark, then we went to South Korea, And then we had the opportunity to move to Midland, Texas, West Texas. People would say the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Um, And we moved to Midland in late August. And then we've been here ever since. And so, um, and what brought us to Midland is actually a heart's desire of mine that I, I, that the Lord gave to me back in fifth grade. Um, I remember that day very vividly. I was getting ready for school. I was brushing my hair in the mirror and I kept hearing the words human trafficking, human trafficking. And I did not know what those words were. Um, I honestly, my initial thought was human beings in car traffic. Uh, but I felt like I needed to ask my mom what it was. So I went downstairs and I peeked around the corner and I said, mom and she said yes I said what's human trafficking (laughs) and her demeanor completely shifted she was just like how do you know that and it's like well I don't know what it is so that's why I'm asking you and so she proceeded to tell me what it was and I began to weep and I remember telling my mom as I was crying I said this isn't a cry that I'm just going to forget about but it's a cry that we need to do something and so uh, my mom was like, all right. And so we didn't know where to start. We didn't know what that looked like, but I knew the Lord had implanted something in me in that moment. 
And so, you know, throughout the years, we kind of got connected to certain organizations, whether we do donated or highlighted them on, you know, social media. Um, we were part of a SCT Now, which was, they did an annual 5K, like awareness walk. Uh, so we, we did that for a couple years. Um, I created my organization called Innocence Thriving, and it was really, it was purely prevention. Um, talked about, you know, online safety, and it was really to my peers, who my audience was, um, and just how to be, be safe and be careful. And also, I was trying to promote purity, too, with the young people. Um, so I did my little YouTube channel for a little bit, and... Uh, but again, you know, when you get older and, and um, you know, I graduated high school and then I got a job, a full-time job, and, you know, life life moves on and, and you tend to kind of forget about those things that the Lord had placed in your heart years ago. Um, I don't know if anybody can relate who's listening, um, but, you know, I let life get in the way and I gave excuse after excuse, you know, about it. Um, but yet I knew deep down in my heart, if I really looked in, I knew like I had to do something with this. I just, I just did not know what that was. And so, um, I, my mom, um, created this book with a bunch of her ladies in her, uh, life group and then other people too, who are outside of that collaborated in a book it was a testimony book and it was called daughters of the king and um my mom wanted to give the proceeds to a certain organization that we had known about in the austin area but they couldn't receive the funds but the lady who was part of that organization said we can't receive them but i do know somebody that you can you know give to and that's when we got connected to Lisa Bounds, the founder of Reflection Ministries of Texas, who is located in Midland, Texas, West Texas. And so got connected to Lisa and um, shared, you know, the story of what the Lord was calling my mom to do with, with the book and, and giving the proceeds out. And so um, we got invited to come to Midland to do a book signing. Um, as Reflection was having an event, an open house event. And so did the book signing at the open house and I've never been to West Texas. Um, I've heard of Odessa, I've heard of Lubbock, uh, but I just thought those were, those places were so far away. You know, I'm like, oh my goodness, five hours. That just sounds so long. Um, but as soon as I got to Midland, I fell in love. I don't know why I fell in love with it, but I did. And I just knew it was supernatural love. And what I loved most wasn't really the scenery, <laughs> but it was the people that I was connecting with. And there was a common theme that I just fell in love with um, talking to these people out here. And it was, you know, one of the guys I was talking to, he had become a politician and, um, you know, kind of asked like, how, why, what made you, you know, get into the political realm? You know, why, why did you do that? And it was just like, well, I, I didn't, I just showed up one day and I was like, okay, like I'm going to do this, you know, uh, had no background in politics whatsoever, but felt the prompting of the Lord to 
to go there, to go to a meeting and, and to be part of it. And just, he just showed up. And that was a common theme in a lot of people's stories. When I talked to them who were from here, it was just, Oh, I just showed up. That's why I'm in this position. I just showed up like, and again, it just gave me that mentality. What's the worst thing that can happen? You get rejected. Okay wasn't meant to be move on you know i i'm i'm one who overthinks i can tend to overthink about oh my god what if like oh my goodness it's so embarrassing you know like i get afraid of failure and the the boldness the courage that these people had i've met people like that in my life before but it was like each person had that that grit like had that mentality and it was just so awe-inspiring and encouraging and i just was like oh my goodness i love this place like i want to come back here i cannot wait to come back and so um the next year we got my mom and i got to go to reflections annual human trafficking summit and they have survivor leaders come out and speak about their stories and it really shows you the different faces of trafficking i think so many people have this you know particular idea of what trafficking looks like you know we we envision someone bound up we envision them in a hidden basement we envision them with duct tape over the mouth um, but a lot of times that's just not what happens or we envision them getting kidnapped right um, in a white van, but that's not what happens. Um, when you read all these stories of people who have been trafficked and come out of it, they were actually in plain sight. They were walking around, passing people by, and they were able to go to school, and they were able to, you know, um, have other odd jobs, but yet they were being sold, yet they had a pimp. You know, and, it, and it's so hard for our minds to comprehend that. But then when you start hearing all the stories, it, it makes sense. And you're like, this is so interesting. Um, so I uh, loved that summit. And I was really, I really liked the team at Reflection. And I was like, oh my goodness, I love this place again. Like, I want to be here. I just don't know what that looks like. And at that time, I was... Um, engaged to Josiah when I went to that summit and um I kept it hidden in my heart though the desire of like moving to Midland and being a part of reflection I kept that hidden in my heart because I was like you know what I don't know um because at that time Josiah was given an opportunity to potentially start a European office um in Denmark and I you know we had talked about it a lot and it kind of seemed like it was getting more real and more for certain that that would be happening um, after we got married. And so um, I was just like, okay, Lord, you know, have your way. He's going to open the doors and he's going to shut him. So I just had faith and trust in that. And so when we got married, um, our Denmark trip was purposefully like to gain clarity and confirmation of whether or not we're supposed to be there. So when we got to Denmark, we were there for a couple days and Josiah had like a, a work event there. So he was working. Um, and so we didn't really like, we weren't really having time to talk about things until one night midway through our trip before we went to bed, I said, hey, I just kind of want to check in with you. Like, 
so what do you think about this place like what are your thoughts um like could you see us living here um because during our trip like I went to meetings with this these community people to talk about employment opportunity and like what it looks like to live in in, in Denmark um like we were really being serious about this like really taking this seriously and um when I asked him the question he just said you know I think we could do it like we definitely could do it he said I just don't I don't have this pull though I don't have this the heart for this place and I said I I feel the exact same way like I do believe that we could totally do this but I don't feel this pull either and he said okay well if it's not Denmark then what is it and um because we both knew I think we both had a stirring of we were not going to be in Austin for long we just like knew it we just didn't know what that looked like and so I think we thought it was going to be Denmark and so when it wasn't it was just like okay then what is it and that's when I prompted and, and felt that tell him about Midland tell him about your desire and so I proceeded to tell him about Midland and reflection and he said go for it he said reach out what's the worst thing that can happen they don't have an opportunity for you okay but at least you asked I said okay that's true so when we got back from Denmark I reached out to the founder and um there was an opportunity there and so I started the process of that and again in that process I just had open hands I was like Lord if this is where you want us you're going to continue to open the door if it's not you are going to shut that door so hard <laughs> um sorry William is clawing on his post right now anyways so the doors constantly were opening and I got the job a job offer got it um, we found our apartment when we went to visit because I wanted Josiah before I even said yes to anything. I wanted Josiah to to ha experience Midland for himself. Um, and he had that same thing of like, I just really enjoy the people here. And that made me so excited. And we got to tell our families. And, you know, even when we, when you know, and I think a lot, maybe some of you who are listening can can, can relate to this. Um, you know, when you know the Lord is calling you to something, not everyone's going to get it. Not everyone's going to agree with it. Not everyone's going to think it's a smart idea. And it's unfortunate because you're like, you want your loved ones to be happy for you, right? But you're going to do it, right, regardless, because you know it's what the Lord is calling you to. And, you know, initially I was kind of fearful to share about, you know, Midland, especially to my dad, um, just because... I know he likes everybody close by, um, but we were blessed and my dad just knew. It was like the Lord was so sweet to prepare my, my family's heart for it. And um, we all got that blessing. And that was a really great gift because not everybody gets that and when, when they're doing what the Lord is calling them to. So I definitely always want to acknowledge that because that's not always the case for a lot of people. So we were very blessed in that regard. We moved here, you know, late August. I started with reflection early September. And um, this leads me to why I'm on here. Um, uh, we started a jail program. Reflection started a jail program and um, with the female inmates. And it's, it's to go over exploitation curriculum. And 
Uh, and the reason why we do that is because they are a vulnerable population. They're in jail, right? And, and some of them, you know, when they get out, they don't have a place to go. They don't have families that are ready to take them, you know? Um, and some of them, trafficking is their, their story, is their background. And, um, and some of them, it may not be. And, and these group of girls that we meet with, they're randomly selected. So it's not like, you know, you look at the file and say, oh, prostitution, okay, put them in the class. You know, you have no idea who, who you have in your group. You don't know why they're there. Um, most of the time it's drug related, but again, just because it's drug related doesn't mean they don't have a background of trafficking or abuse or anything like, or domestic violence, any of that, right? Like they're all probably have, have gone through something like that. Um, and so what's cool about it is throughout the eight week program, um, we, we really just dive into the game of trafficking, you know, who are the players, you know, who are the victims? Why don't victims leave? You know, we talk about trauma bonds. We talk about, and you know, with trauma bonds, that can be related to any type of relationship. It doesn't, it's not always trafficking, right? It could be any, anything, a toxic relationship, whatever it is. Um, and it's so cool because these, these girls, they really like are so smart and they, and they encourage each other, each other throughout the class. And also too, like they teach us like, you know, most of the time they're teaching us, it's not really us teaching them. Um, and, and some of them say, yeah, trafficking is my background or I do have a pimp or there have been some that have been through like prostitution and stuff, but they think they willingly, ch willingly chose that. But then to realize as we're teaching them in this curriculum and exposing things, they kind of sit back and think, am I a victim? I thought I was doing this willingly, but maybe I wasn't. And so it's really cool because in that healing begins and, and the Lord is just doing a work in that, even though we're facilitating, we're facilitating it, right? But the Lord is doing it, you know, he's doing the work. He's, he's promoting the healing and it's really cool to be a part of. But, um, today was our last, last week. We, it was our, our eighth week and, um, we get to do it all over again in January with a whole new group. And, but this past group has just been really, really like, so just really good group of girls. And they range from age 19 to 65. You know, it's just, it's broad and it's a bunch of different backgrounds. Um, and without disclosing too much info, uh, there was one girl who was sharing a particular situation that she'd gone through um, and she was dealing with unforgiveness towards a person that had really wronged her really badly. And um, as she's sharing this, had like three other girls that all kind of spoke the same message back to her. And they had said, you know, it may look like that this person's happy now and, and has a family and all these things, but you don't know what's happening behind closed doors. And, and also this person is broken. This person is so broken. And, and they said, 
have you prayed for this person? You need to be praying for the family involved. You need to pray for this person, asking the Lord to bless them. They're saying this to this lady, you know, who's dealing with unforgiveness and, and wants help with how do I forgive? And I thought, oh my gosh, like they're taking me to church. Like they're literally speaking scripture of like, you need to forgive this person, you know, like, and, and through that, how you forgive is by praying for them because when you pray for them, it creates a heart of compassion and empathy towards them. Because I believe, and I believe this wholeheartedly, that when you do it the Lord's way, in that he gives you eyes to see, he, he does a whole trans, heart transformation in you when you do that. And these girls have experienced that, and they have a revelation of that, and they're sharing that with this person who is dealing with that, that has every freaking right to have unforgiveness towards this person. Let me just say that. And, and these very girls that are saying these things have been violated themselves and, and more than, you know, in multiple ways. But yet they're sharing that. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And you're, and you're imprisoned too? I'm sorry, what did you just, you know? And it's like, oh my God, we need to freaking get this. We need to get this. And also too, let me just say, they didn't say what's in it for me in that it, it wasn't about that it was what's in it for you is you get a heart transformation from the lord that's what's in it for you you're welcome and they know that and they receive that and they believe that wholeheartedly and it was incredible to me that these people who should be so freaking bitter towards life and should truly be sticking a middle finger you know to life they haven't and they just want better for themselves. And I just, I, I sit there in awe of, this is so encouraging. Like they were ministering to me. As we think we may be going in there to try to minister to them, here they are ministering to me. I'm like, God, you're so freaking good. You are so good. So good. And they love the Lord. They just, they just know that, they all have said, we know that we're here for a reason. I'm like, just gratitude, grateful hearts. It's like, what? You don't have any freedom. You know? But yet they speak that. We need to get this, man. Get over our petty selves. We need to get this. And I got just so convicted today. Not condemned, but convicted. So strongly. And, and repentive, like, Lord, forgive me. Father, God, forgive me for being such a stickler, like, for being so nasty. Forgive me, like, we're just truly blessed to have you as a gift. Don't deserve any of it. Any of it. But yet he has freely given it to us. It's unbelievable to me. And so... I, I just wanted to share that today, and I hope this encourages you. And I, I pray that you receive the revelation and you live it out. I, like, take this revelation as your own and walk it out by faith. That's what I pray for you. I pray for every person who's listening to this, that you would really get it and that you would grab onto it and you would hang on to it for the rest of your life. Will we fail? Absolutely. 
but you get back up. You don't give up. And you keep your focus on him. All the time. You continually pray. All the time. All the time. He is a good, good father. May that be a reminder to you today. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, I apologize. I've been kind of congested, so I'm sorry if that was a little difficult to listen to with that. But um, pray this ministers to you. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Uh, let me, what's my ending? Okay. Thank you so much for listening to Oh, dot, dot, dot with Teresa and Tristan.